0: Welcome to the Keep the Faith Podcast. I am your host, Tori. And with me, I have in the studio my guest. Welcome to the Keep the Faith Podcast, if I didn't say that already. And in the studio with me, I have Mr. James Fletcher Williams. And what I'm going to do today, which I don't normally do, I'm going to try to share this to my personal page. So, y'all, bear with me one moment. I'm going to also try to share it to my personal page. So, bear with me. Hope I do this correctly. I don't know what I'm doing. It's not sharing. Let's see. For some reason, it's sharing to my my own. See, I don't know what I'm doing. Are you able to see it? No. <laughs> well, did you tell your did you tell everyone to follow the page? Sure. So, so they can see it. Okay, hold on, Brian. I may need some assistance. See if you can share it to my personal page. And what you may need to do, um, Brian, is um, I can give you my phone and share it to my personal page. And when you share it to my personal page, you can? Okay. All right, guys. Welcome to the Keep the Faith podcast. I'm your host once again, Tori. And I was trying to do something different today. I was trying to share it to my personal page, but I never do that right so but anyway i have mr james fletcher williams in the studio with me today and actually um he's actually going to show you he said he doesn't have a soft side but he really does he's going to show you his soft side today because what everyone is used to is james um having these outlandish facebook posts i mean you could have really bad on facebook but i'm gonna tell you why you do that at least why i think you do that when you, when you share um, what you have to share. And just like I told you, I want you to share what you're comfortable with sharing. I pray and hope that this will be a healing process for you, a stepping stone for you to your healing process. And know that this is a journey that you're on through your healing. So I hope that this will help. And I pray that it touches someone um, out there listening. But first of all, before we get into your testimony, tell us a little bit about James. Where did James grow up and all of that good stuff?
1: Oh. I grew up in Field, South Carolina. Um, I graduated from Barbara County High, class of 98. <laughs> go <dogs. laughs> Um, I have two daughters, uh, Deja and Alexis. Um, I'm a single father, they're both in college. Uh, I have a full-time job, I won't say where, but- um, Everybody know. <laughs> I do have a full-time job. Um, I'm laid back, uh, go to church, Into football, Love to play around on Facebook all the time. That's about it.
0: Wait a minute. So both of your daughters in in college?
1: Of course.
0: I did not know that. What are their
1: ages? They're twenty two and nineteen.
0: Wow. I did not. I did not know that, James. Okay. Yes. Well, basically, why I, I and actually we plan planned for this particular um podcast. We planned for this what what about three week, three four weeks ago. And I told you, um, well, I asked you to talk about this, but at the time I wanted to make sure that you was comfortable with talking about it. So um, you let me know that you was comfortable. So, I'm just going to let you talk and I'll ask questions based on what you say. Now, basically, for those that don't know, because a lot of people follow your Facebook page and they see your crazy posts, So a lot of people may not know what you've been through, what you're going through. And like I said, it's a process. So just give your um, testimony. And like I said, based on what you say, then I'm going to ask you questions. And like I said, say and speak that, you know, anything that, you know, that you're comfortable with speaking basically tell tell your testimony for those that don't know because of course you know you have people that know that are close to you that know your testimony but not everybody does there's some people that follow your page and they just see your crate. they call you a clown they call you but they don't know the you know what you really go through
1: all right i understand um okay well i'll start when i was a teenager like 13 um i lost my mom early so um, my parents was was married but um my mom passed away when I was only 13, so that was my first traumatic loss. Um, so, but my father that was already there the whole time, he s- stepped up and, uh, you know, finished taking care of us, you know, until we got grown, you know, and out on our own and everything, you know. He was around like 25 years after my mom, and then in, you know, 2018, I lost my dad, which is like three years ago. Um, So, um, of course, my dad was a pastor. His name was Apostle James Williams senior, because I'm junior. Um, so of course I've always been raised up in the church and you know, my dad was a strong man, you know, church background. So everything he taught us was basically church first. Um, so I have seen how he dealt with, you know, the passing of my mom and you know, that that being his wife. And he was around my age now at the same time when my mom passed away. And so he was strong. Um, I Only seen my dad cry a couple of times, but you know, um, He just always just taught us to be strong and you know try to deal with things, you know, pray. Um, you know, us as black men mostly don't believe in counseling and stuff like that, you know. So you find other ways to try to deal with stuff, you know, without going to counseling or anything. So, but um then my father passed away. Um he wasn't sick or anything, just out of the blue. He just took sick one day and then like a week later he passed away. So um that was kind of shocking out of nowhere complete good health. You know, I guess God just called him home. And so I was dealing with that, you know, like struggling to get over that, you know, like missing, losing your father, you know, early. I'm I'm only 42 now, so i like 39. So to be without any parents at 39 is kind of early. It's not as early as some people. Some people lose their parents a lot earlier, but to be 39 without either one of your parents, you don't have, you know, any I also don't have any guidance, but you don't have someone to go to that's really close that you can depend on. That's going to give you sound advice that's followed by love, you know, and caring, you know, and they have your best interest at heart. Some people might try to tell you stuff and give you advice, but it's not your best interest at heart. It might be theirs or try to guide you, you know, in the path that they want you to take. But your parents truly try to give you what's, what's best for you and, you know, what to help you. So without having that, not only as being my father, he was also my pastor, you know, because he was pastor at St. James. Um, where I still attend now, um, even though he's not here. But um, So I lost my father and my pastor. So, you know, I really had like no one to talk to um, other than my brothers and sisters, which was going through the same thing I was going through because he was their father and pastor. So, um, but I mean, we kind of just bonded together like we always have and just stuck through it. And then recently, the beginning of this year, uh, January 23rd, exactly seven months today, um, I lost my fiance. Um, It was unexpected. We was three weeks away from getting married. And um, God just called her home unexpectedly. uh, We didn't expect it. She went to work that Friday. Everything was fine. It was time to get off. And um, she just, she had a blood clot. And, you know, it. It bust and it carried to her, you know, her lungs and it stopped her breathing and everything. Um so she she didn't make it. She fought, but you know, I guess God was ready for her. Um, so we lost her. Um and I just been dealing with that for like the last seven months, you know, trying to wrap my head around that, you know. uh. So then again, you know i I got a doctor and everything I go to my doctor, and you know she asks just like everybody else, do you want to go to counseling do you need counseling grief you know how you deal with stuff like that but I always say no, I don't you know, I'm good it's not that I don't feel like I need it or anything, but I honestly don't like i'm i just I'm a strong man, so I've always been strong i I follow a lot after my father and I saw how he dealt with it, so it's that's basically the same path I take you know um I'm not going to say my faith is as strong as he is in God, but I believe in God. So I pray to God and I ask him to, you know, try to guide me and carry me through it. And, you know, at the same time while praying to him, I I questioned the decision you know, that he made to take her. So it's kind of, you know, I struggle with that a lot, like, you know, praying to him and asking him to guide me. But at the same time, praying to him, asking him why, you know, why did she have to go so early? Why, you know, why does she have to lose her life, you know? But I know a lot of people say you can't question God, but I, I've learned in my experience that, you know, you can question him. You just might not get the answer. You want. So um, I ask him why I haven't gotten the answer, but um, I'm content with that. If I ever get one, I will. If I don't, I don't. But uh, it's a day to day thing. You know, different things come up in life that you, you was prepared. Like we was prepared to go on a honeymoon, take a trip, you know, go to Vegas, enjoy life. We talked about things we was going to do, you know maybe have some kids or something, all of that. So you just question, you know, how are you going to do all that? So, I mean, I don't sleep as much as I used to because I see her all the time. You know, I think about her. I go to her grave, you know, talk to her. I just sit out there sometimes, take flowers, you know, um, just just talk to her like she's still there, you know. So, I mean, basically that's just how I deal with it.
0: And I was going to ask you, how long – did you guys date prior to her death? Um,
1: like five years.
0: Okay. Wow. Yeah. And like I said, I feel like, you know, because like a lot of people know you cut up really bad on Facebook, but to me, and you tell me if I'm wrong, I think you do that because of the pain. Is that, is that, could would you say oh. that? Because, you know, people deal with pain different ways. And a lot of times men, especially men, Not necessarily black men, but I just think men in general, you guys like with women, we're more emotional and we express ourselves. But with men, you guys like y'all go in caves, y'all shut down. And I think like you do different things, too, when you, you know, you go through grief and you have and there's so many different coping mechanisms when you're experiencing grief. So many coping mechanisms. Like I feel like you cut up really bad. That's just my opinion. You cut up really you know you show up like, bad.
1: That's it's Facebook, like it's for entertainment purposes. Yeah, it's not so, like I never looked at Facebook as real life. And for us the cutting up, that's that's just who I always been. I've always yeah. been a jokey cutting up guy. But I mean, like how
0: do you do how do you do it? Like the reason why I say that is because like sometimes for me. And I can't speak for, I can only speak for me. Like sometimes I'm dealing with grief. I don't want to do nothing. Like I don't want to do Facebook. I don't want to talk. I don't want to do anything. But it's like, I admire you because you get up. You, you. I mean, it's like this. I will say this to you because I believe in, you know, giving people their flowers where they live. And it's like, you never know someone may be going through something and they come across one of your crazy posts. And it and we may be having a day where we're sad, but we come across something crazy that you say and it makes us laugh. It really makes our day. Even though I tell you, like, yo, I told you the other day, I was like, you know, you need Jesus, right? <laughs> you right, like, right. we all do. We all, right. we all but it's just like, I just felt like it was a, a, a coping mechanism for you because of the pain. That's a lot to lose your mom, your dad, and then your fiance. That's a lot.
1: Right. But at the same time, the the jokes and stuff, you know, but I still have a, a message in it. It's still a point to it. A lot of people don't agree with my theory <laughs> and the way I think about things, or what I say. But if yeah, you, I try to tell people to think about, it, listen, like read it, and you know, it's it's a point behind it. But you know, a lot of people call me I'm male chauvinist. You know, I, you know, I bash women and stuff, but that's not the case. I love women. I always have. But so it's not like me trying to put anyone down. You know, I believe in uplifting everybody. That's That's where I come from. That's my background, you know, uplifting. But it's just like the joking to have fun. Like you say, it it might be a part of helping me deal with the grief, um, you know, to keep my mind off of certain things, stuff like that. But I just like to have fun, you know, enjoy life pretty much. Because like you say, you never know when your time is coming. You you never know your last day, you know, what's the last thing you're going to be doing. So I don't I don't want to have any regrets. I don't want to leave anything on the table. So I just pretty much try to do, you know, whatever I can on a day-to-day basis. And most of the time, if it's cutting jokes, I do have people inbox me or sometimes they comment on the post like, you're so funny, you're crazy. Like, you know, like you just make me laugh. You made my day, you know. Anytime I need to laugh, I go to your page, you know, stuff like that. So I wish maybe sometime that inspired me to, you know, maybe try to put something out kind of funny or whatever because, you know, like laughter is, you know, medicine, you know, so it, it kind of helps people.
0: Right. And then the other thing that I was going to ask you, like when you have those times, those days where you going through, do those days that you may be going through having a very hard time? Do you get close to mind when you um when you have those days where you really going through? Are you still able to make those posts where you make those jokes because you know you you be going you be you know you gonna have those times where you really going through sometimes? Are you like some of them that like that's that's why I said it's some it's a coping mechanism and I'm gonna go through some of the comments as well. Why I talk. Yeah, I go, No, I'm just saying, oh. like, when you have those days, like, when you, I mean, because I know there's days where it hits you and you sad. I try, I
1: try not to have those days, like, but days that really get me down is days I, I go to the graveyard. And it's, mm-hmm. no, that's not me posting Facebook. You know, I try to keep that private. I don't, when I go out there, I don't go, like, take pictures and show them at the graveyard. I don't knock nobody for doing that because people deal with grief in different ways. But when I'm out there, it's just my time to, if I go to my mom's grave, it's to talk to her. If I go to my dad, it's to talk to my dad. If I go to Tanika's grave, it's to talk to her. So I just go talk to them and you know, it all, I always leave, you know, kind of happy with a smile on my face. So, but yeah, so pretty much, I mean, but if, no, if I'm really down, down, it's probably a down day on Facebook. I'm probably not going to post anything.
0: Okay. I'm going to go through some of the comments. Patricia Richardson says, hello there. Sheila Tay says, hey, Tori. Kimberly Jeanette says, hey there. Jamil lied. Oh, you, you tagging somebody. And Victor White says, through the comedy, I feel your pain, bruh. Behind every smile is a cry. You bring joy to people's day through your posts. I totally get it, bruh. Constance says, yeah, he shows up now. And Victor says, keep doing you, bruh. These women won't ever get it.
1: All right. okay. I agree with that. He sounds like a smart guy.
0: <laughs> Don't tell Victor <laughs> that to blow his head. He sounds up. like a smart guy. And then what else? Let me see what else Victor says. He says, I get it. It's men get it. Keep doing you. The men approve. And that's oh, what I God. do for see
1: the that? men. You
0: see know? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody come. had
1: to be a voice for us you know, to speak for us. You
0: know what, us men kid, we approve. Anyway, but some, like I said, some, like I said, like I said, you, you, a lot of stuff you post, and there was something, I I should have screenshotted, but there was something that you posted the other day that was very thought provoking. And I was like, and, and every once in a while, you'll post something really crazy. You, you know how you do, but then you'll, you'll post something. That made people think, and I I wish I would have screenshot that post. It was something that you posted the other day, and I was like, who who um who um hacked your account again? that? <laughs> I don't remember what was. I don't remember what it was, but it's like like I said, when you when I look at your page every day on a daily basis, you will never expect that you know the pain that you experience. You never and then and since I've been knowing you. I didn't know that you lost your mom at such a young age. I knew about your father, but I did not realize that you lost your mom at such a young age. 13, that's, that's really young to lose your mom. That's right, tough. All right, all right. And then, but, but thank God you had your father there, but that's, that's tough. So, but you've been dealing with it. Um, You've been dealing with it with ease because like I said, I didn't even know. I wouldn't and say
1: it was with ease. It's for just, me,
0: for me, it yeah, appears that yeah. way, you know, for somebody on the, on the outside looking in for me you
1: can't even tell
0: like you could like i said when i first met you you always cutting up acting crazy so you can't tell but
1: again that's just the way my father raised us and you know he taught like you never wear your your feelings or your emotions on your sleeve so you know regardless of what you're going through whatever the problem or the situation you you remain smiling you you stay happy because you don't you don't know who's looking at you you know and who needs a smile and and just a smile can brighten somebody's day yeah. Cause they might be going through a whole lot more. So I, I smile. So whatever I'm going through, I continue to just try to smile. And I just deal with it like on my own or, you know, like behind closed doors, stuff like that.
0: Well, let me ask you this. Do you think at, at some point you may consider counseling? Because never? No. Why not? Because, I mean. I'm my own counselor. I, you know, I, I
1: talk but to myself. It,
0: it, it's helpful to talk to other people sometimes. I mean,
1: that might be the path some people take, but I don't think it's my path. Okay. I mean, I, I was, like to, I like to think I can school the counselor.
0: Okay. I respect that. I respect that. Cuz sometimes you do you do need some outside um, you know, outside assistance and stuff in regards to that. Now, one of the other things is um when you have those days, do you don't ever, you don't ever get to the point where you shut down, do you? No. Okay, and the reason why I asked that question, because I, I'm one of the, I do that sometimes, like when I'm dealing with grief, I'll shut it completely down, won't talk on the phone, won't respond to texts, won't answer phone calls or anything like that, so that's a great thing that you don't shut down.
1: No, I don't, no, I'm not going to say I, I don't cry, you know, I, yeah. I, I try to pride myself on not crying because I'm a yeah. guy, but I mean, I cried when I lost my mother, I cried when I lost my father, and I cried when I lost Tanika, like baby crying, like, you know, really seriously crying, like. Yeah. You know, even if, you know, you try to fight it, sometimes you, you can't, it just, it just happens. So, I mean, it was more of, you know, shock, you know, hurt, disappointment, just a lot of emotions. And you just cry mainly because, I mean, it's no longer about you, you know, even though they're gone and, you know, they, they didn't live their life and they didn't did everything they could do, but it's just like, it was just so shocking and disappointing, you know, to like, with Tanika, I just knew like, you know, her dreams and everything she had, you know, to look forward to on a daily basis and, you know, um becoming a wife and all that stuff, you know, just, just this thing she wanted to do and everything and that, you know, she didn't get to experience it. And that just like that hurts me just as much as like losing her because I knew her faith and everything in God and you know, this is what she wanted to do. And it it just that bothers me and keeps me up that, you know, she didn't get to do it. You know, I even had people, you know, to tell people and stuff, you know, like to say that um that, you know, because of me, like no, no knock on her, because to me she was perfect, you know, but um, I wasn't, you know, I, I had my flaws, you know, my faults, things I did that, you know, prolonged us getting married. We probably would've already been married if I wasn't doing, you know, the things that I was doing. So I wasn't ready, I wasn't demanded. I needed to be, I didn't step up like I should. And her being the woman that she was and her faith in God, you know, it was like, until I get to the place where I need to be, she wasn't going to be my wife. So that, that prolonged it. um. And I feel bad about that because I didn't step up and do what I should have done. So, um, you know, I had some people say, you know, that they feel like God took her because I wasn't going to step up and do what I'm supposed to do. Somebody and really told you that? Somebody told me that. Somebody told her mom that. They said it to other people. What? You know, um, Yeah. So, like, that that bothers me. Um, that You know, people would think that. I don't know what kind of God they serve or anything, but I don't understand. You know, like, my sins, I have to pay for my sins. So um, whatever I did wrong, you know, I'm I'm gonna have to live with that. I'm gonna have to pay for it, you know. So she's she's not here to you know pay for my sins. So her losing her life, you know, wasn't on me. It wasn't my doing. Yeah. You know, But that's just people. That's just what people say when you know people are very insensitive when the situation is not there. Right. That was you very know? insensitive. And then when it comes to their family members and stuff like that, they want you know they want sympathy and they want you to be there, you know. And, you know, show them compassion and everything, but um, yeah. But uh, I still smile. You know, the same people. I still say, hey, you know, talk to them. You know, um, not without giving them a no piece of my mind because I'm I'm that person. So, <laughs> you know, if, if you like, if you feel like you' bold enough to say that kind of stuff, you know, like be bold enough to say it to me. Yeah. But you know, like I'm I'm the type of person. If I hear, you know, that you said it, then I'm I'm coming to you, and we'll we'll talk about it. Like, you know how to your parents and grandparents used to say, you know, they lay down their religion and say what they got to say. And then they right. pick it back up, you know? So I'm one of them saints. I'm one of them <laughs> Christians. I I lay it down and I, I pick it back up when I'm finished.
0: <laughs> and I believe that too. And one of the other things that you said earlier was the fact that, um, you questioned, um, God, I think that is normal for you to question. God, I think it's normal, especially when it, when things, when death occurs unexpectedly, I think it's, fairly normal to be angry it is normal so I mean it's just one of those things where you question especially especially when it's out the blue when it happens all of a sudden especially when you talk about your father not being ill or anything and it happens all of a sudden that's, that's that's hurtful because I have like people that I've lost along the way that you know that was taken away suddenly and it's it's a struggle. Right. It's a struggle. And you and it's and it's hard not to question God. It's hard not to be angry. It's hard not to say, well, God, why did you you know what I mean? Just like you said, why did you have to take them away? Right. Especially right. when it especially when they're in in your case, when her faith was strong, you feel as though, why? Why? But it is, I mean, it's one of those things. Right. Right. Let me see. Some, we'll read through some more of the comments. Um, Victor says, no counseling. Women always want to fix what's not broken. Okay, Victor, whatever. <laughs> his therapy is through his post. Okay, I said I respect that, right. Victor. I think and Victor
1: should have been in here with us.
0: Victor might have had to work. I don't know. And Chanel Austin says, don't feel bad. We all know that she was the happiest she could be leaving this earth. And that was because of you. That's all that matters. And she would tell you that. Now, that that's beautiful that she would say that because I can't believe somebody would told you that. That was very insensitive. So she, as long as she knew that you made her happy, that's all that matters. It doesn't matter what anyone else says. And you shouldn't feel bad because, like you said, people are going to be people. But it kind of ticked me off a little bit that somebody would say that. Right.
1: I don't worry about what people say to me because i mean i can handle me but yeah, to say but that to a just, mother that you know lost her child, her doing yeah. someone she spoke to every day several times a day you know, like, yeah. like another thing that got to me when we was in the hospital and like we had to pull the plug like her mom was in the room and she was like you know she don't want to be in there when you put the plug she gave the consent to pull it but she didn't want to stand there yeah and like, as we put it, I stayed in there with her. You know, I talked to her all the way until, you know, she stopped breathing. You know, I stayed with her. I talked to her. I told her I love her. You know, um, I'm going to miss her. You know, I'll still be here for her mom, her niece, and her nephew. I'll still, you know, do my part. Like, I still have a bond with her niece and nephew and her mom. I still talk to them. But, you know, her mom was out the room. And then, you know, she passed away. You know, I cried, you know, kissed her, you know, told her goodbye. And when I decided to tell her mom, you know, her mom was out there crying and everything. And she was like, this is the saddest day of my whole life, like the worst day of my whole life. And this lady didn't bury both of her parents. She didn't bury the husband, everything. And she considered losing her daughter the worst day of her life. She's 70 years old. She's had a, a lot of days. But that was like her worst day losing her daughter. And then someone can be that insensitive and say that to her. Like your daughter died because the man she chose to marry wasn't good enough. You know, that's that's just crazy. You can just sit there and say that without no problem, no remorse. So I don't know what kind of God you serve, but my, my God don't allow me to like sit there and don't say anything or something like that. Right. So, you know, I believe in him. I trust him. I try to have respect for, for my elders and everything. But at the same time, my dad taught me, you know, in order to get respect, you got to give respect. And just because you are older than me don't mean I have to respect you based off your age. So.
0: So with that being said, I know you laid your religion
1: down, didn't you? Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) much. The little bit of religion I do have, I laid down. I might be got a little more sense then, you know, because I had to pray for that. But I mean, yeah, but you did repent. I said repent because I didn't feel bad about
0: it. Oh, you didn't feel bad? No, no,
1: no.
0: You said what you had to say. It was done. I smiled. Oh God, you smiled. I smiled. smiled. (laughs) You laid your religion on. You smiled while you were doing it. Now, this is the other thing I was going to ask you. Since you are, and this is coming, you know, because I I didn't want to get sad, because I feel the sadness coming. But by your by your father being a minister. Is that something that you think you would do in the future?
1: Like you don't you don't do ministry. I mean, it's a calling.
0: It's a call. I'm saying it's a calling, but I'm feeling do you feel like the calling is that I feel like um like with some of the posts that you do, I feel like sometimes you're right, it's a calling. And I feel like sometimes people
1: can run from their calling. No, I'm not built for running. You see me? I'm like 300 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't run. <laughs> I'm gonna need you to be serious. <laughs> I am serious, but i am saying I don't run. <laughs> but no, like in all honesty, um, you know, people have been telling me that my whole life, you know. I guess because you're, you know, you're a pastor's son, you know, you're gonna be a preacher, you're gonna take out of your dad, you know, I have his name and all, you know, but um as of right now to me that's that's not my call. And that's not what God said. Like, you know, I mean, you can still reach people and bring people to Christ without being, you know, a pastor, you know, or a preacher. You know, you have deacons, trustees, you know. Different things, you know, ushers, you know, you never know what's your role in the church. Yeah. I'm not saying that I'm running from it. I'm not saying that I'm supposed to be a minister or that I ever will. But, I mean, that's something like, you know, if God called me, we'd, we'd have to talk about it.
0: Absolutely. Let me see, read the comments. Tamika, Antoinette, I believe there is a calling on his life. Mm. Mm.
1: I, I believe she needs to change the channel.
0: Ooh, I like that. See, 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 see. I'm not. not Listen, listen. Look at
1: Constance. I feel he's running. See, see. Okay, but listen. Me running or feeling the calling on my life, like I said, don't mean I'm supposed to preach. You, I could reach people other way. Like I could reach people through Facebook. You never know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I might reach somebody through this podcast. You know, I mean, you never know.
0: Trust me, you are gonna reach somebody through this podcast. You you
1: never know. I'm not. I'm not the running type. I never ran from anything. (laughs)
0: But listen, I, I just, like I said, I, I really, I admire your strength and everything that you, and you know, you know, and let me just say this, Um, there was one day and y'all, like I said, and y'all not get real country, but James has these crazy posts on Facebook, but he was sending a message that you never know, like you sent me a message one day last week and that day... I was having a hard time. And when you sent that message, it brought tears to my eyes because I was having a rough day. See, I could reach you that way. See? Yeah, you, you, you did. So, I mean, and I was
1: like, is this you? <laughs> a lot of people are surprised by that. I don't understand. they think Everything I say is not funny. Some, some stuff is serious. Yeah, that was
0: serious. That was, that was like what I needed that particular day. God really used that you that particular day because I like I said I looked at the message and I was like and I was like
1: this really <laughs> but you're like that's me right. <laughs> I thought you stole it from someone cool. a lot of people seem to think that I don't I don't know why I mean
0: yeah let me see what Victor says uh, Victor says. We need to stop worrying about other people's feelings. Obviously, they didn't care about his or his mother-in-law's. Just remember, the God we serve is just and fair. No one said he's a pushover. I would have laid
1: a mighty hand on that person. I already know Victor. <laughs> I already know Victor. It wasn't a guy, Victor. We can't. We can't hit women. So you can. Only, <laughs> that's the only thing, because I agree with Victor. I'm not afraid of any guy. I'm afraid of a gun, but I'm not afraid of a guy. Okay. So, <laughs>
0: Lord let me see Tamika said there's a calling as well however you choose that's a calling as well however you choose to do it and that is absolutely right Tamika as you know you can use um you can be you can be called and um you know you you can have many different platforms it doesn't necessarily have to be the pulpit but like you said it can be different platforms because like for me I hope and pray like you said I hope my podcast touches people and you know people that that are watching today they're going to see a different side of you because a lot of people just think you just just tell jokes all day but you do have a serious side and then in the post you remember in that post you said that i said that you have a soft side you do have a soft side yes you do you are very like people that really know you they know that you have a beautiful heart you have a really good heart
1: because i care about them so of course i'm i'm soft to them let but, me see what oh,
0: Constance says. God, um, Constance says, when God touch, when God touched, do you think some of those posts you make will clean up a little bit? When God touches you.
1: I think what's gonna clean up isn't she gonna find herself not one of my friends. Okay. Oh so <laughs> I'm playing, I'm playing because she probably gonna fuss about that. Yes, I think, I think. I think that my posts will clean up when God decides that he wants me to clean them up. Not that they're that bad that, you know, <laughs> God needs to clean them up. I just think people take them out of context. If their mind was like my mind, you know, we, we would all get oh a lot better. Your mind be all over the place sometimes, but I try to give inspiration. It's just, it's just different. When you say things that not, not trying to bash women or anything, but I, I read, I saw a guy and he said a comment. He said, you know, women, they like, to control a guy's throat or the way he thinks and you know when they, when they can't control the way the guy thinks then they feel like the guy is disrespectful or he rude or something. stuff he says I'm not disrespectful I just think for myself I just I just always been my own person I have my way of thinking so I don't try to come across as you know like bashing women or not caring about them or anything because I have a mother I had a mother I got a sister and I got daughters I only got girls and I teach them, you know, like, you know, I open doors for them. I open doors for any woman I'm around. You know, I don't allow a no woman to open the door or anything. You know, I do the gentlemanly thing like I was taught and I teach them that, you know, you, you got to require the guy to respect you. You set the standard for, you know, what type of guy you deal with. And if you let him do anything to you, he's going to do anything. But if you show him that he can't do certain things, then he either will respect that or he'll move on.
0: Right. But you will
1: know what kind of guy you got. So I'm not, you know, like this guy that don't care about women or stuff like that, um, you know, but to me, the jokes and stuff are, is just funny. It's just supposed to be funny. <laughs> like, don't take it personal. Don't, don't, I have to tell people all the time, don't put yourself in a joke. Don't make it about you. Yeah. You know, you get people in about you. Was you talking about me or just about me? I'm like, well, I, I barely know you. What do you mean? <laughs> if, they not, telling, if they're telling you, if they think something you post is yeah, about them, that's some I'm deep like, insecurity. Yeah, I'm, yeah. But I don't want to say they're insecure or anything. I'm just like, <laughs>
0: oh God,
1: my life is not that deep or important that it should matter what i say to you that should not offset your. yeah and especially if you don't know right if you take my post and get that serious then then something's wrong
0: wow let me see let me try to catch up with some of the comments victor says can we
1: (laughs) victor can we push them (laughs) I'm not doing anything Victor Victor does. I need to say that on the record. (laughs) Victor, no. (laughs) So, can we put no? Victor, we need to talk off air.
0: (laughs) No. (laughs) And uh, Chanel Austin, yep. And uh, Constance is laughing. Victor says, God has already touched him, his messages reach the intended audience no disrespect but some of you won't get it and it's okay if you don't and that is true that is true I feel like the messages that um that James posts and like Victor said the ones that are supposed to get it are going to get it because like I said you you post like like I said you post some crazy stuff but those messages those ones like the one like I said when I said this, this is you 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 post some deep stuff when you when you that day you think it. you'll uh, post something uh, deep <laughs>
1: I, th- I think I'm gonna make it my business to try to be at least deep uh-huh. once a day Oh God. Not can we deep, do, do twice can we do twice a day? I do have a full time job, you know, that I work. Like you, know? you can do it before you go to work and after you get off. Because it has to be in between those hours because my job don't allow us to be on the phone doing working hours.
0: Oh, you can't you can't be
1: <laughs> <laughs> really. I don't believe that because you be on Facebook all the time. I don't believe that. Not doing working hours. Mm-hmm. Facebook loads up late, you know. So. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, Yo, don't, don't, try keep, don't try to get don't try to get it don't
0: try to get up. No, you be on Facebook when you don't need mm-mm, me on.
1: Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm.
0: <laughs> you be sneaking on Facebook. No, Let me see.
1: No, I work.
0: Oh mm-hmm. goodness! So I look at Tori trying to change. So <laughs> I
1: am not. <laughs> she trying to change me. But...
0: <laughs> Listen, he's the last one I could try to change. Listen, he gonna do what he want to do when he want to do it and how he want to do it. That's just that's just how he roll.
1: I didn't say that. Like I, I have, I have my restraints. I, mm-hmm. I don't do everything I want to do when I want you know i still I still have my dad in me, so he still talks to me you know even though he's not here, but you know some of the lessons that he taught and some of the things he said still stick with me, you know, when I might want to do something that I shouldn't be doing so I
0: try. so you do have moments, so what you're saying is you do have moments where you feel convicted,
1: I, I said his lessons you <laughs> know way. <laughs> I, see, you I see, Paul's right. I try to live without regret, so I don't want to say that. You know, I have. I feel convicted because I mean. So you
0: never, you never do anything that causes you to be convicted. Never, no, I never.
1: Okay, like this is the only. Tell thing, the truth, James. I'm gonna tell the truth if you let me talk. This is the only <laughs> thing that I took from a woman. I never do anything wrong. In my eyes, I do no wrong, and that's the way women think. They don't do any wrong. So. Because we don't. Exactly. So. <laughs> Because anything we don't. I, anything i say and do i think i'm supposed to do <sighs> see like y'all said there's a calling on my life right so that means mm-hmm. i'm led by god so if i'm doing something is god telling me to do it not everything james it's god telling me to do it god works in mysterious ways so you know just because you don't understand what he's telling me to do <laughs> or what he's saying don't mean he's not saying it don't mean he's not talking to me look at Chanel. i'm saying she's shaking her it, <laughs> it just means y'all you know y'all got to learn to accept it like I had to learn to accept things, you have to learn to accept, you know, things that God allows to happen in the way He's allows it. Everything. He had no choice. So, <laughs> like I said, you can question it, you know, once it happened, but oh Lord. look at
0: James. Um, look at big to my preach, James. Don't tell him that. And then um to me, yes, yes, right. Jesus, right. call him. But <laughs> well, see, y'all said for me to the preach, and then when I preach, you got something to say about what oh, I'm preaching God. about. Listen. Say- Victor said we do no wrong. Mm, okay. All right. All right. Chanel, he he's allowing you room to bump your head. I agree with that. Constance says, Lord, get your child. He doing here doing being a comedian again. <laughs> and Victor says, son of a preacher, man. Look, right. this, you know what? Ain't the only one who could ever teach me. <laughs> <laughs> See? But I'm saying you gotta have some times when you just
1: be like, you know what?
0: Should I have done that? Should I have said that?
1: You can't okay, tell me. I feel like it depends on the person. Okay. That's, me, what, I, that's what I'm saying. going to give you a situation. And, okay. I know I was wrong, but the situation called for what happened. There, <laughs> there was an incident when my father passed away. Mm-hmm. And like two days later, someone came to my sister's house, like the setting up, you know. And they had like some words for her, you know, and... This was a Christian couple, like a man and a woman. They both was was preachers, they was pastors. And they said something like, you know, to my sister. And I, you know, we was outside. And I could tell that it, it disturbed her, you know. So I walked over to the conversation. And, you know, I was like, um, hey, like, I was like, of you okay? She's like, I'm I'm all right, I'm all right, you know. And it's like, who who are you? Who are you? I was like, um, just like, are you her husband? I was like, No, I'm her brother. I'm I'm the son you don't want to meet. And the lady was like, like stuck her chest out like, I'm not afraid of meeting anybody or whatever. So I just looked at my sister and I could just tell she was shaking. So I told her to, you know, go back in the house, you know, because she had to deal with, you know, the people in there. And I'm not ashamed to say I might have been wrong, but I cussed them people out in that yard. <laughs> and I told them to get out of my sister's yard. Like, you know, my dad just died. Yeah. You don't come, you don't come here with that. It's a way that you do everything. Mm-hmm. And even thing that he taught me, you know, like to have respect. You have respect for people. And, and you do everything decent and in order. And if you Christian people and you Christian folk and you you got that platform, you're a pastor, like that's another thing where I say um I'm not running, but I'm not a preacher thing. I'm not bashing anybody for anything that they do. But we do have our real preachers and we have our fake preachers. You know, I the agree Bible with teaches that. you like people can copy anything. I agree and with that. I'm not the type that I'm gonna get up there and play with God. So if right. I'm gonna be for real for God, I'll be for real for God. You know, like some people say you hear preachers tell sometimes, like when I was out there for the devil, I was doing my thing. I wasn't. I lived a good life. I lived my life until God called me to his side. So I'm not ashamed about that. But if you're going to get up there and say you are a preacher or woman or man of God, then you should live behind it. And to me, if you step out of line and do wrong and say things that you should not be saying, I'm not talking to you as a preacher. I'm not disrespecting the man or woman of cloth. I'm disrespecting the man or woman that you are. And so, like, my biggest thing, I'm i am big on family. I only got one sister. I got two brothers, so it was always three boys. My sister is the oldest. She thinks she our mom. So, it's like I lost my real mom, but I still have a mom here. So, we mm-hmm. still have to buy a mother this gift and all that stuff. But, I mean, if you're going to have her in tears, then you're going to deal with me.
0: I respect that. So, I respect that.
1: I felt bad about that, you know. And my sister was like, you cussing cussing people How you know. I'm like, I told my daddy. I was honest with my dad about everything. And I told him, I'm like, I'm your son. And my dad's the type of man that he put up with a lot of stuff, you know, behind his faith and everything in God. You know, people would disrespect him, say stuff or whatever. And he would just always, he's the type that, you know, turn the other cheek, shake it off. But I told him, I was like, dad, I love you. I love you to death, but I'm not that guy. I just... I just can't be that guy, you know. Yeah, so. and that's what the Bible teaches us to. to, to
0: but sometimes, yeah, sometimes it's hard that. to do that. <laughs> I'm not going to even lie.
1: Right. It's hard right.
0: to. It's I, hard to turn. The, I ain't chief. got to that place yet. Where I yeah. Turn but I. But I can say that I'm. I'm there now. I'm at the point where I can. I can now. Right. Now that I wasn't always there, I will admit I wasn't always there. Right.
1: I wouldn't cause some people out like you though. Know, but I, I mean, you to
0: mess with <laughs> that. But <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm not. I'm not. I'm not condoning. You know what I did but for the situation. And at the moment it Mm -hmm. was the right thing to do. I understand. I understand. They had to understand that, you know, some people can get on your level.
0: Yeah, you're absolutely right. Chanel Austin says, amen. Every person in the pulpit isn't called by God, but self-ordained. That's true. That is so true. Victor said some church people, these so-called Christians, try to use a church as a shield to say crazy and foolish things, but get upset when they get cussed out and pushed on the ground. <laughs> there you go, that pushing on the ground again. <laughs> church people can catch these. See, Victor, you know what? Victor, talk to him on that. You violent. Know it brings up a good point, and Chanel, and Chanel says, Victor, you, you just like to fight. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Hey, but Deacon, but, hold on, let me see. Deacon Jones and Sister Jenkins will be sporting the black eye. See, <laughs> see what I'm saying? What you're about to say, I'm sorry. If I
1: ever become a pastor or a preacher, Victor's gonna be my deacon, he's gonna be the head deacon. <laughs> We're gonna, we gonna run it right, I promise you.
0: <laughs> Please don't have your Victor as the deacon. <laughs>
1: We're gonna run that church right. You best believe that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> not a big somebody can have a black guy no you can't have, no you already know Don't you have down. to if in art when you when you do that you have to be like your dad was not saying to change and, and and i mean in some instances you're gonna have to change you're gonna have to turn the other cheek now there's gonna some there's sometimes where you're gonna have to be brutal with your congregation all right but you can't you there's a way you say things without cussing folks out now
1: Okay, like another thing. Like, <laughs> Here we go. No, I'm just saying. Like like I said, my parents, they was Christians. Yeah. You know, so, like, I didn't grow up in a house with cuss words. Like, they never cursed at. Yeah. But I had a grandma that would cuss me. <laughs> so I love going to my grandma's house. I just always been fascinated by cussing. I can't help that. I can't help it. I would do things just so my grandma would cuss at me. Oh. That's the, you know what? You that was just fascinating <laughs> to me. You know, just to hear those words. I was like, really? You know what? <laughs> I couldn't wait to get grown. You know? so. <laughs> and look at
0: Constance. Constance said, uh, Victor be instigating. Yes, he does, Constance. He's always instigating. And he's talking about, can I carry a gun? No, Victor, you cannot. <laughs> not at the church. No. Give
1: get, get them, get them a couple of years. They're going to be them past. You'll be able to talk to gun. Oh, God. I don't not, know about church, but.
0: Not at the church. Lord have mercy.
1: But. <laughs> not, we have church outside. So. It's ways around everything.
0: You know what? You and big got an answer to everything. But once again, I told you I was going to keep it short and brief because I I wanted you to share your story. And I appreciate you sharing your story. Is there anything um, that you would like to share or any advice that you would say to anyone? Because like I said, men, y'all grieve differently than we do. Like a lot of times y'all don't deal with it like like y'all just don't y'all because I remember years ago when I when I dated when I was dating a guy in like the late 90s and he was experiencing going through grief he had lost someone very near to him and I was just you know how I I, well some I can only speak for me I'm that type that I want to make sure you good and if you tell me you're good and I feel like you're not good I'm gonna ask you like three more three or two or three more times and he became upset because he went into a cave and he felt Mm -hmm. like I was aggravating him but I just want to make sure he was good and then because of me asking him, was he okay? Man, he broke up with me. No word. Blocked me and everything. I'm like, I'm just make shit
1: Okay, now let me let me ask you this. Um, did he tell you that's why he broke up with you or that's why you think he broke up with you? Because y'all come to your own conclusions while we do You know up. what? So I'm just I'm just asking you know to get what? To the bottom of it. Because if you didn't talk oh, we were fine before t- that. We were fine before that. He might have had it. his other reasons, you know. He could have been going through something. He probably felt like he couldn't, you know, he didn't want to burden you or keep you down or turn you sad or something. Oh, yeah. We have different reasons for our thinking, you know, and our met, you know, and sometimes we can't explain that to a woman and when we can't explain it to them, you know, they come to their own conclusions. Mm. So like, I would just say like, you should have just talked to them and try to find out.
0: Mm, okay. I can't say nothing of that. Yeah. Okay. You might be right.
1: <laughs> since you're single, you probably should look them up and see like, that might be good. Enough.
0: Anyway. <clears throat> You were you anyway. Let me before you say what I just asked you. Let me see what um Victor said. Victor says, "Turn the other cheek." Gino Jenkins speaks the truth. He turns nothing. What?
1: <laughs> hey, am I right? <laughs> I love Gino. You know, late night, Sunday eleven thirty. <laughs> Listen, hey. Gino go hard in the paint. <laughs> hey, Gino the man. Hey, hey, he gonna put it to you
0: <laughs> And Constance says, "You really can." And Victor says, Florence Baptist Temple, they carry guns. Most big churches do have someone carrying since the Charleston church shootings. We have a few members who carry at my church. I'm one of. Oh God, really, Victor?
1: You know what? Victor, put your church up here, Victor. I'm coming <laughs> Is to your that, church.
0: Was, wait a minute, was that? Uh, oh no, he didn't put his. That was put him. it up here, Victor. <laughs> But anyway, answer the question. Um, what advice would you give to someone? Um, well, what like, okay, let me say, let me re- let me change how I'm wording this. What advice would you give to us as women? Like say we are dating you. Dating me. Dating you or maybe a family member or any, you know, how do we, like, if we want to just be there for you when you're going through the grief, how can we be there without, being overbearing because I know sometimes I could be overbearing. I could be like, I'll ask you about 10 times,
1: you good, and right. it to the point where you, I may be aggravating. It's it's it varies though, I know. I'm not gonna say that, but it's like old things like your, your grandparents, like they taught you, and it's something that most most women probably not gonna want to do, and you know, that's cook, you know, cook for them, feed them, you know. He'll talk, you know, he eating, you know, that's, that's most guys little happy place. you know. So, you know, you get him eating and stuff, you know, he'll get to talking. So you'll, you'll find out some stuff, but y'all don't want to take the time to, I'm not going to say y'all cause I don't want to label the women or anything. I don't want no backlash later, <laughs> but I'm just saying, you know, if you cook, you know, feed him, you know, try to, try to find something that he's interested in and, you know, do it that way. Try to, you know, just be there for him. You know, it might take a while for him to talk or whatever. So don't, you know, you got to have patience. Don't just try to, to rush it. Because, like you said, people do deal with, with grief in different ways, and I've just always managed. I've I've just always been strong because I dealt with it early. So um, early, it kind of molds you a certain way. So, and um, with me being in church and my dad being a pastor, I've been to many funerals. I've, I've dealt with death, like you know, all my life. So I've seen it from that side. So I guess I just kind of deal with it different. I would advise anybody. I'm not going to say it's because I choose not to go to counseling. I'm not saying counseling is not an answer. It might be an answer for some people, and that might be the method that some people have to take. So don't don't be afraid, don't be ashamed, you know, to go to counseling. Like you know, they tell you like most black guys or you know they don't go to the doctor or anything. Um, I have my own doctor. I go to the doctor. I have a dentist, and all like my doctor is Doctor Charlotte Francis. My dentist is Doctor Gary Bethay. Um, so I have I have a dentist and I have a doctor. You know, I I doctor I go to the doctor. I get checked up regularly. You know, I'm not afraid to go to the doctor. You know, because you you never know. They're here to help you. So, you know, take advantage of that. If you got a job and they paying for all that, that medic, you know, the insurance and everything, take advantage of it because it comes out to check anyway. So you might as well use it. Right. So, um, I mean, go go to the doctor, you know. But um, if you need to go to a counselor or someone to talk to, you know, some people have to talk to people. So, you know, just try to find somebody. But every every listening ear is not the ear you talk to. You know, it has to be someone that you can like really trust. And then I would say, like, pray to God and ask him to to guide you to somebody or, you know, or send somebody your way that's sincere you know ask them to do that one or the other or you know or like you know maybe seek counseling counseling will help some people i just i just choose not to go that route. i don't think it's the route for me
0: that was good what you said repeat that you said every listening ear how did you say that
1: was good i said every listening ear is not a ear to talk to oh,
0: that's you shouldn't good. like
1: just talk to everybody just because they want to listen cuz some people going to like you you know everybody sees it. you know they're just going to whatever you tell them they're going to run it to somebody else and they're going to go talk you know about you and say you know what he's dealing with it that way or he doing this or People always say, like, how if it was them, I wouldn't do this or I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't deal with it that way. But it's not them. And I don't wish anything that I've been through on anybody else. And I wouldn't want to deal with stuff that other people have to deal with. You know, so, I don't know. Just be you and and do it your way. Whatever way you choose, just take pride in the choice that you made and do it that way.
0: Yeah. And Victor says he goes to Mount Zion, A-M-E, A-M-E. And Uh, he says sometimes... (laughs) Lord have mercy. And I also want to say to people that you have to be mindful of the things you say to people, especially when they're dealing with grief, you don't say things. And I've learned this because I'm guilty of saying so many things. Um, like I've learned not to say, because matter of fact, I have a friend, I'm a shout, Miss Janice offered out. She's a grief counselor. Mm-hmm. And she said, there's a lot of things that people say that they should not say and I'm guilty of saying This now I'll say I've said this Before these two things that I, I said it, That was on her list and I was like Whoa, I don't I won't say it anymore but I Have said I have been guilty of saying They're in a better place especially Like if they were Ill, when they were ill if they were Ill I would say God Picked the most beautiful flower and right. She's and she was telling us I went to one of her um, Painting sessions and she was saying We have to be careful of what We say because why do you say that they're in a better place the better place is being here with me you know what i mean so you can't tell you know what i mean because like i said we question it especially when it's out of the and it happens all of a sudden when they wasn't sick or anything or they Mm -hmm. become sick all of a sudden and it comes out of blue it just i don't know and now it makes sense to not say that they're in a better place just you know what i mean because it's I don't know.
1: Well, I've never said that because I've never felt like that. Like, yeah, I'm selfish today. I would much rather have my parents here, Anthony. I would much rather have that. Yeah, and, and yeah. That place, so,
0: but I've, have, I've, have said that in the past. But and she really, when she said that, I was like, wow. So now, and she said, the best thing you can do, like, not what I do now is I just tell people that I'm praying for me, and I, and I, either I'll you know, let them know I'm praying for them or I pray for them right then. But you can say you could tell somebody praying for them, but you don't really pray for them. So what I've gotten, what I've in the habit of doing now is if I say I'm praying for you, I'm gonna pray for you right then. Right. Like if I'm if I send it to you, I'm a I'm a like like we did. It was short. We didn't pray. And I forgot my bad because uh-huh. I was nervous. But anyway, um if I say I'm gonna pray for you, I like to pray for you right then. Because I may say I'm gonna pray for you and then go home and, and forget. Right. So I'm in the habit of now just praying for people when I say I'm going to do it. Even if it's a short prayer, it doesn't take a long prayer to get you get a you know get a uh, prayer across. But right. I just feel like you have to pray on this pray uh and that's what Miss um, Angela said. She said me to pray right on the spots.
1: Right, I and, that that's that's probably better because. And Brittany says hello. Oh hi Brittany, because I can kind of hear you know your prayer. Yeah, because some people not going. to I ain't gonna say they pray are sincere or yeah. real. So yeah. you, pray and you for gotta me. be
0: you gotta be careful not to have you can't have everybody praying over you either. All right. All right.
1: Like, yeah. yeah. I'm big on that, especially in church. Like I don't I don't go up to no prayer line. Mm, so listen, listen, I uh, learned my lesson. I went uh, to uh, <laughs> I don't do that. I ain't gonna prayer line. <laughs>
0: <laughs> listen, listen, let me make y'all laugh right quick before we sign off. I went to I'm not gonna say the name, but I went to a particular church and they pray right and you know how sometimes they, they, they'll pray over you and you know how they, they'll hit you on the head and they mm-hmm. want you to fall and i'll <laughs> I'll stand y'all right. I'm standing there right they hit me on the head of praying and they, and and they actually literally told me fall back fall back what what <laughs> are you serious right now? I, and I ain't been back. <laughs> I
1: blame you because <laughs> I ain't called me. Bro.
0: Like they touched my head, and you know, I I don't like everybody anointing my hair with oil either. And they were like, "Can I put some oil?" In? I was like, mm-hmm. "No, I don't know what it just- is <laughs> But then they hit my head, and it was like, and I and, and I felt like just like you were saying earlier and I think someone in the comments said as well, everyone is not called. Right. Genuinely call some people call themselves. But for this person to tell me, fall, fall back, back. Like, are you serious right now? And um Brittany says showcase. She talked about not having everybody pray for you. And Victor says, family worship center, <laughs> Victor, I ain't saying nothing. <laughs> I ain't saying nothing. <laughs> And Brittany said, I think I had a spiritualist woman pray over me accidentally. I have had a headache in school and she laid hands on me and was doing some weird breathing. (laughs) (laughs) And then, uh, some or greater consent. Oh my
1: god, (laughs) trying to cut off. I know know some of them probably gonna say this. I'm not gonna even comment.
0: You know what?
1: I ain't commenting on that name.
0: But anyway, it has been a pleasure, you guys. If you missed the beginning, make sure you watch the replay. And James, you got to come back now. Next time you come back, you got we're going to come back on a lighter note. But I wanted you to touch bases on this because I know, I just feel like um, it's something that, you know, a lot of men deal with. Not only men, but, you know, just grief in, in general. But like I said, it was a lot for you. Lose your mom, your dad, and, and recently your fiance. And then I did not realize
1: that today is yeah. the anniversary. Yes, yeah, so I got flowers in the car. I'm going to the graveyard when I
0: leave. Really?
1: Yeah. Wow. Well,
0: I, I commend your stream and thank you so much. And I, you, you know what? I didn't, I didn't even. And you, do you realize that? Until did you realize that when we, when we booked this like three weeks ago, did you realize that was going to be the
1: anniversary? I know it's the 23rd. Like, yeah, I know it'll 23rd.
0: Wow. I'm good with dates. But I'm
1: saying you was, you was cool with that. Yeah, I'm cool with it.
0: Okay, well, I appreciate you coming through, and um, and let me see, read this comment. Oh Lord, (laughs) Victor, you know what, Victor, get off my (laughs) live. I swear, when I come back,
1: it's gonna
0: be me and Victor in here. Yeah, you see, comes Victor, log, please log off, Victor, (laughs) and then he talking about, you know what, Victor, get off my live for real. But anyway, thank you for coming through. And like I said, this is what I was about to say before we before we log up. Next time when you come on, we're gonna be on a of note. But I just want you to share your story because, like I said, so many people deal with grief in different ways, and we have to realize all time. And then this, and this is what I want to say as well. I had someone just like someone told you that insensitive comment, I had someone tell and I overheard, and I kind of went on. Now I didn't curse them out like you did, but I did say some words. That I had to repent for, but they made a comment to that person and they actually had lost their mother right. and they made a comment that you're not over that yet. Mm. And what people have to realize when you're grieving, it's a everybody journey is different. Every everybody process is different. And then another thing that people have to realize is that there's so many coping mechanisms that when you're dealing with grief, there's some people that may start drinking and you you can't you can't fault them for that because they Uh. have to do what they have to do in order to, you know, get it out. Some people may indulge in alcohol. Some people may indulge in sex. I mean, there's, there's so many things. And like for me, I eat. Okay, you know, and you know, I like to eat. Right, right. I like to I eat like too.
1: I, I've always eaten. So.
0: I eat, and you know, but 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 you have to respect. Everybody have to respect their journey because everybody just if you take if if you take say Susie over here may take two months to grieve over something, it may take me a year, but there's no process. But when it comes to like your mother, um, and in your case the fiance, children, there's no time frame. Right. You know what I mean? And it's like you're gonna have those moments where it's gonna hit you all of a sudden, especially when birthdays come around, anniversaries, and in your case, you may get, and I don't know, but you may get sad, like when Valentine's Day, you know what I mean, stuff like that. Right. Different holidays, it's gonna, it's gonna, there's gonna be a trigger, that's gonna, you know what I mean. So, but like I said, on the next time you come on, we're gonna do something fun on a lighter note because I'm, I'm, I'm planning on doing something. I'm not gonna say it, you know, out, you know, but I'm gonna do something where I'm gonna have a panel with men and women, and I may ask you to come back with that. And I know you're probably going to show out because, like, this is the thing. And this is, and I have to commend Jamel for this. He's like, you know, you got to, even though it's a Keep the Fake podcast, you're going to have to talk about those real. You can't just, you know, talk about the lighter subjects. Sometimes you got to talk about real stuff, real life. Real life happens every day. So we can't just, you know, sugarcoat things. You got to talk about real issues. So I agree. Yeah, so we got to talk about real things. So want to shout out to all the staff at 119 Media Group, Jamel, Lod, Brian, and all the podcasts. There's so many podcasts. I don't want to name them because I don't want to leave anybody out. And and also, I want to say this. If you would like to be an advertiser on any of the podcasts, you can hook up with Jamel. Jamel will get you straight. And a matter of fact, I'm, I, gotta, I was supposed to write this down before I went online, but Jamel, you know I don't know your number by heart. What's that phone number in case anybody wanna contact you to be a sponsor? And you guys, you gotta realize when you are when you advertise on the podcast, not only do you get the advertising on the podcast, but we also have our social media network. So we can also share your business or whatever you we're promoting, we can share it on all our social media platforms. So there's Facebook, there's Instagram, there's LinkedIn, there is Twitter. There's so many outlets. So if you want us to um promote your business or anything, you can holler at Jamel. Jamel, yet number, Jamel, contact phone number is 843- 687- 5055. That's 843- 687- 5055. If you'd like to be an advertiser on any of the podcasts, Jamel will hook you up. And Also, if you would like to be a guest on the Keep the Faith podcast or if you have topic suggestions, you can contact me at 843- Nine two zero eight one two four. That's 843-920-8124 And you can also email me at faithisnecessary at gmail.com Once again, if you missed the beginning, hit that replay and watch it. And James, thank you again for coming on. You're welcome. See, James got listen, y'all. Y'all see, James got some sense, right? Because you know they they say James a clown. i always had <laughs> you know I, I had to say. Anything. You know, I had to say that, right? But you guys, thank you so much for watching. And as I always say, at the end of each podcast, you may bend, but you don't break. And always remember to keep the faith in all you do. We out y'all, peace.